Hi everyone, Mia Paulus here with the Simplicity in Business and Life podcast. Today we're going to talk about the secret sauce to mastering business. And I'm going to talk about three ingredients that I believe is the key to mastering business. And uh, so I'm not going to tell you what those are, so you have to listen. So with that said, let's go and play the music and then we'll get right in. No, it doesn't have to be so hard. Doesn't have to be so hard. Business and life made simple. Before I tell you what the three things are, I want to kind of give you some examples. So uh, if you are just looking, just get out in the world right now and what's going on. And if you just pay attention to businesses that are out there and businesses that are flourishing during this time and businesses that are struggling, you'll notice some key differences between those that are making it right now and actually even thriving and flourishing and saying that they're having better a better year than they've ever had and those that are closing their doors and struggling. So I, I think it's important as you get out in the world, to, to, if you're a business owner, to really pay attention to those things and um, and what makes those differences. And uh, I'll just give you a couple of local examples. I'm in Boise, Idaho uh, that I found and uh, and I love to just look at operations and processes and just seeing how people uh, run their businesses. I get really excited about it. So um, an example for me was uh, Cafe Zupas. So that's one of my favorite places to go and eat. And uh, if you know any Cafe Zupas, at least the one in Boise, don't have any drive-throughs. So you have to go in, it's a dine-in experience. So with COVID, that could obviously, could have made their their operations go under. And, um, And they actually were able to roll out an app really quickly. And I don't know if it was just perfect timing because they were already building it and they were able to roll it out with COVID, but their app is awesome. And I don't know, like I've seen some restaurant apps and some that aren't so great. And and, and Cafe Zupas is awesome. You can actually put your order in, you can put the time you want it in, and you can even say like right away. And so like I could do it from my house, which is like five minutes from a Cafe Zupas, and uh, and then say I want it to be brought out to my car. The the You can either go in and pick it up or you can have it brought out to your car. And they because I don't have a drive-thru, they actually have little slots in the parking lot for you to just drive in. And then when you get there, when you drive in, you go back to your app and you click, I'm here. And then like, minute later they come out with your food and it's awesome right well the cool thing with apps is you think about just retail in general they don't have access to a lot of your information to help promote give you promotions and things to bring you back now i know know a lot of like clothing places um they did a lot of rewards programs and and i know a lot of food places are getting involved in that now but like with an app it makes it really um front and center and like this morning it was actually an email that i got and i said I get a free dessert if I go to Cafe Zupas, and I don't get desserts very often at Cafe Zupas, but if you've ever had them, you know they're awesome. So when you see an email and you're like, a free dessert if I get a, a meal with them, like that that might get me back today. And so, you know, all of that just creates innovation and creates uh, movement, and, and it's also great marketing to get people in. And, um, and then there's, um, and I don't know how Trader Joe's is doing, but I've brought this example up before where Trader Joe's was like, we're not doing any delivery, any um, car pickup, any of that. You know, we believe in the the dining experience or the, the experience of when they walk through the store. And um, I thought they're going to struggle with that because customers are wanting this. I mean, look, I mean, Walmart is booming with their their um, food. I mean, they. Well, I hate Walmart and they got my business because they deliver to my door, my groceries, and it saves me so much time. And so 
And like, I you have to be willing to adapt to what people are wanting because I'm willing to go to a store that I don't really like because it helps save me time. And, um, and so you have to be mindful of those things. And like, if that's really the important core mission of, of Trader Joe's, they could create that experience through an app. They could create that through an online experience for the customer. So it doesn't have to be, you know, just, just because this is the way you always did it, your what and your how of your company, like that has to be willing to change. And so that leads me to my three ingredients for, um, for mastering business. And it is simplicity, innovation, and marketing. And uh, and it's interesting because uh, I was going through some old notes and I realized a long time ago I had created this formula to um, success in business. And it was simplicity plus innovation plus marketing equals success or mastery of business. And, um, and it was interesting. I was at a conference this last spring and I was listening to Tony Robbins speak and he said he had gotten this from Peter Drucker and he said there's only two two things in business, two main elements, and it's innovation and marketing. That's all that matters. And I thought, that's so cool because I hadn't, I didn't get those three things from, from Tony Robbins, but he said the same thing. And so it just reinforced what I had always thought. Now, I like to add simplicity in there because I know if I'm constantly innovating and marketing, you could still have very lack of, lack of focus um, if you don't have that simplicity element tied in. And I think focus um, is so critical and, um, and so that's, and being agile is so critical. And I, I think of those as elements of simplicity. And so that's why I, I bring in that third ingredient, which is simplicity. So simplicity, innovation, and marketing. And uh, if you talk to most business owners, they're probably going to talk about finances. They're going to talk about like operations, uh, sales, legal. I mean, even people, like if I go and have a great team, but I don't have any sales or, or innovation and all that, um, and that focus in the company, you're going to lose employees because you don't have those ingredients. So even even just focusing on employees won't matter if you don't have these three ingredients. So I'm just such a strong believer. And if you put these ingredients first, the rest kind of falls into place. And I've seen a lot of businesses and a lot of startups fall prey to this, where they spend so much time focusing on process and up and and workflows and and systems and 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 they want it all planned out perfectly before they even start. And the crazy thing is, is that one, they might go under by that time because they haven't brought in revenue. And the other thing is, is that I find that the actual process of doing creates the process and it does it so much faster. In fact, just this morning, we were, we we're trying to get like this exhaustive list of services that my company does of like all these things that companies and people can outsource and like at a granular level. So like, you know, checking their email or, um, checking their voicemail or like whatever it is, there's tons of different services. And, uh, but I literally found like 10, 10 documents of different times we've tried to battle this of like getting a long exhaustive list. And I kind of chuckled because like now that we're like in this fast growth mode, it's like everything's so much easier because when there's like that momentum and that just the um, adrenaline and, and the, the energy that you feel within things, like things get done so much faster. And, uh, and so all the time and the hours and the weeks we spent trying to build this, we're probably going to be able to crank this out in a matter of days, a couple of days and we're done. And so it's just things you just don't, things don't take as long when there's that momentum created. And I really believe that that momentum is with when you have all three of these ingredients, which I'll go into more detail on these here in a minute. Um, so 
One of the things that I talk about all the time, because it's part of our vision statement at the center, that the company that I founded is um, the human experience. Um, for me, I'm always I'm always trying to simplify business to improve the human experience. So that could be customers, it could be the business owner, it could be employees, it could be strategic partners, it could be the families of those business owners, it could be the communities of those businesses. Like, I care about people, I care about the human experience. So everything I do is always around that, that HX, that human experience factor. And uh, when I think about simplicity, innovation, and marketing, I look at simplicity and innovation is really that um, HX model that I talked about, the human experience model. It really is finding ways to better serve people and, and simplify that human experience. And then marketing allows you to get that message out to the world more. And a kind of a cool example is if simplicity is um, around being agile, right? So simplicity is around being agile. Let's say marketing or innovation is the next one. Say innovation is about being smart on how to uh, run your business. And then marketing is about being present, being present with your customers and getting your message out there. Um, so be agile. Be, uh, be smart, be present with those that you serve, right? And then I want to I want to bring this back to an analogy um, around candles and, and a flame. So think about simplicity. When you have that focus and the ability to be agile, like you're lighting that spark, you're keeping that spark alive. So if it's your purpose, your values and your vision, you're keeping that spark alive through simplicity. And then when you have uh, innovation, what you're now doing is taking that spark and lighting a candle so that you can keep that. It's much more efficient, right? You're able to, um, if it's a, a candle burning, you're not having to try to keep that spark always lit and eventually it's going to run out and, and it dies. So if you can light a candle, it's going to it's gonna help serve more people because that candle is now lighting more and it's lighting other people's lives. And then marketing, I look at it as taking that candle and lighting a bunch of more candles. And so now you're spreading your message and lighting so many more people's lives. And really that's what marketing is, it's getting that message out and, and you're there to serve others and, and to make other people's lives better. And that's the way I really look at innovation is innovation is how to best serve your customers and how to best serve your employees and how to best serve your strategic partners. I think uh, Tony Robbins actually defines it how, how to best serve your customers. But I always like to add in employees and the strategic partners as well. Because again, I'm all about the human experience. And I, I'm also about moderation and balance. And I think that the way that you stay um, in moderation and balance within a company is by serving all of them in balance. If your employees are happy, they're going to serve your customers better. If your customers are happy, your employees are happy because they're getting feedback and they're like, hey, I really like the service I'm getting. You know, so it just makes everything work and go go around where I think there's a lot of people that will just say, oh, it's all about the customer. And I think that kind of teeters things off balance. So I always like to just have that human experience um, where you're serving everybody. Everybody matters. We're all people. We all matter um, just the same. Um, all right. So I'm going off course here. I'm kind of going in, in doses of explaining simplicity, innovation, and marketing. So let me just now start kind of back at the top. And, um, and the first thing I want to talk about is the foundational elements of business. And this isn't really tied to the three ingredients, but I spent the last, um, the first quarter this year writing a book about purposeful, purposeful focus in business. And um, I did a lot of research around like vision statements and mission statements and value statements and all of these things. And I and I really realized that um, I don't think companies should have mission statements. And I'll explain why here in a minute. 
but that you should really create the foundational elements of purpose, values, and vision. And those are those are foundational, lasting um, statements that shouldn't really change much or at all over time. And uh, and so those help you simplify your business because when you have all of those elements, then it's easier to springboard off of. Just like a branding guide for marketing simplifies business because everybody knows how to design things and, and what your vision and all that you can springboard off of. It, um, it It's kind of the same thing. So you need to have those foundational elements to really simplify. So I just want to bring that in as part of an, an element of simplicity. Um, and uh, it's really... And then once you have that foundational element, it'll allow you to create action and momentum, which is what the three ingredients really um, accomplish. And so um, so let's talk about simplicity for a minute. As you know, this podcast is is titled uh, Simplicity in Business and Life. So I obviously love the word simplicity. A long time ago, I created a plaque that said um, simplify on it. And it just always struck me as something that I needed to make a part of my life because I was always the first one to overcomplicate something. And I still do, which is why my team is so great because they they take my crazy brain and my crazy vision and able to simplify my message for me. And so, um, but I think we can all agree that we don't want more complexity in life. We want more simplicity. And, um, but it's interesting because um, uh, I think actually one of my, a, f- a few podcasts ago, I did one on minimalism and, um, and, and why I wasn't really a f- proponent of minimalism, but I was a proponent of, of, um, simplicity and, uh, and minimalism is interesting because it really, if you think about it, it breeds mediocrity. You're always trying to do, do less, you know, how can I, what's the least that we can do where with simplicity, it's really how, like how you can get the greatest result with the least amount of effort. And, um, and I think like there's a, a uh, Einstein quote that let me find, see if I have it here. And, um, and he talked about how it's not about um, doing things as simple. Oh, wait, it's doing things as simple as possible, not simpler. So that was by Einstein. He said that. And I thought that made me think about it because you're right, because I, th- I think about my business. My, I have a very complex business model. We do a lot of things, but it was the only way that we could solve the problems of entrepreneurship. And um, and so, but there's simpler ways to do our model. Um, but again, if I wanted to make my business as simplest it could be, I would just do one service. I wouldn't offer all these services for it. So what I have to do is take my entire model and say, how can I make how can I um, make this as simple as possible for what I am doing with everything that I'm doing? So I think that's important to do. So that's the first thing I want to talk about is, is, um, is just go a little deeper into simplicity. And for those that have listened to my podcast a little while here, you know that I have a team sourcing company where we do a lot of outsourcing for other companies. And the way I kind of pitch this, our model sometimes is the 80% that is the same in every business is the services and the tasks that we can do for companies. And so the things that are over and over and over again, marketing, sales, service and support, employee engagement, like you'd be surprised at how much of those tasks are just the same thing over and over again. And so so I always talk to com- companies about focusing on their core competencies. Those tw- that 20% that is the same that makes your company unique is the things that you should be focusing on. And that is really how you can simplify your business. And, um, and when you really put your effort into that, think about the amount of momentum and the amount of, um, 
that how much further faster you can get in your business when you put that focus in there or in the, in your company. So um, I think when you do that, you'll get a competitive edge. It'll allow you to be agile and adjust. It'll recession proof your business, which um, like I began this podcast with, I think it's so critical to be in that mindset. Um, you can serve your customers at a higher level and, uh, and you'll know what the, the world is wanting and needing. And the whole goal of this podcast is to be able to get you to look up. If we're, if you're so focused on the day to day and, and you're not willing to let go of your business. And I, and I understand letting go is hard. Believe me, it's one of the hardest things I ever, I've ever had to do in business and I have an outsourcing company, so I, I can empathize with you. I understand it's hard to let go, but when you do, and you start to get that the level of freedom where you you're like oh this is I can now grow my company I can now see where I need to go I can see the pathway forward and and that's really how you can really simplify so I know I spent a lot of time on simplicity and I think it's because there's so many elements of it but it's so critical to get yourself to focus and to and to think of the one thing like what can move the needle the most in your business and uh, and focus on that. And um, I'll wrap this back, back around to why I'm not a believer in mission, in, in mission statements. It's because mission statements are focused on the what and how to do the what in your company. Uh, meaning, let's say, I mean, a good example is a cab versus the Uber industry. If if Uber Uber isn't in the doesn't own any vehicles, right? Like if they were focused only on um, like for instance, I was trying to think of how to explain this, but Uber, if, if they're if in their uh, if they had a mission statement that talked about cars, well, what if cars change? What if we're all of a sudden doing flying vehicles or we're taking? I mean, what if the means of transportation changes? Um, like how we do things could change, and um, and so I think it, that's probably a terrible example. I was trying to think of a better example on the fly here, but uh, but focusing on the what and the how, like you have to be willing to adapt and change, like with Trader Joe's, like they might need to adopt, adapt how people go get groceries with them. It, uh, it, because it's in their mission statement, they're now think that that they can't change that, but you have to be willing to change what you do and how you do the what. Now, why you do something and how you complete your why might not change. Um, which is why the purpose and vision statement I talked about are foundational and, and critical because those are big, bold, audacious, um, things that you probably won't ever achieve in life or in your business. And that's okay. Okay. So, um, so that's why with mission statements, I, I call it a strategic mission plan instead. Don't have a really long, uh, five-year plan, 10-year plan, everything lined out because I can guarantee you the next week, all of that will change. Um, I've seen so many people spend so much time creating these plans that then change and then the, then it they're not willing to be agile and adapt because of it so i always think you'll know, find the one thing that's going to move the needle the most in your business and put focus on that we're trying to do too many things and uh trying to be multitaskers and all these things and it's just obviously we know we can't be multitaskers it's not possible so all right i could go on that forever but um i think that that's such a, a important critical one is to simplify, simplify, simplify your life, your business, all of those elements. All right. So the second ingredient is innovation. And again, this is about being smart. And um, a lot of times people think innovation is better technology. And the way I look at technology is technology is there to serve people. It's if it's not there to benefit the human experience, then there's I love technology, but it's there to benefit people. So when people try to fit 
force technology into people, like that doesn't work. It, it Technology is created to better serve people. So I think that's an important distinction to understand. Um, and then the other thing that with innovation that's interesting is a lot of times people say, oh, it's an overused word. Um, you know, people say things that, that this is innovating when it's not really innovation. And so they're, they're arguing over like this definition of the word. It's like, let's just talk about what we're trying to achieve with innovation. And um, again, I love Tony Robbins' definition of innovation is innovation is really how to best serve your customers. And I'm going to expand that definition to include, again, employees and strategic partners. When you're focused on serving them at the highest level and, and always looking to um, serve them and make their lives better, you're going to innovate. You're going to find ways, products that are going to solve problems for them, simplify their life, um, take away some pain points, like whatever, like then they'll buy from you. And then that's how you have successful business. So when you're less focused on yourself and your internal team and, and just like trying to get it all perfect with your process, start focusing on people and how to serve them. And then, Everything else falls into place. And I think we we get away from that in business. Um, I don't know why I keep quoting Tony Robbins today, but you know he always says, business is a spiritual game. And I fully believe that. It uh, We have to start getting looking at the emotional side of business. Um, so innovation to me is not an overused word. It's really best serving um, all of those elements. And I always, you guys have probably heard this Henry Ford quote, but if you ask people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. So when I think of innovation, it's about using your mind and your heart and your, and that the, I mean, we, we have so much amazing ability to get impressions and inspiration and, and, um, revelation, like whatever you want to call that, like our minds are going to be, we're going to get things revealed to us that we can do. And so it might not like cars weren't around and uh, with, they had horses, right? And so so we have to be able to think outside what the world is doing and uh, and not just try, if you focus so much on your competition and be like, oh, I got to do better than them, then you're always going to try to be like them. Um, I rarely focus on my competition um, and it's allowed me to create the model that I have. Uh, we don't have a lot of people that do everything that we do, but like I, I don't, I think we're all doing, we're all serving people in the way we know how. And I, I've never felt like I can't be friends with my competitors in that way. Like I, I, uh, my background's in the accounting world and I feel like there's always this like tension between CPAs. Like they hate com- competition. They hate, they hate the other CPAs in the market. And I, and I thought like, why? There's plenty of business for all of us. Like, let's just, we can learn from each other and grow from each other. And, and so I think that um, when you're focused on innovation and not so much on your competition, that again, things kind of smooth out. All right. So the third ingredient is marketing. And um, like I said, my background's in accounting and finance, but my love has turned to marketing. I love marketing. I love just the innovation and the, the creativity and the, the strategic mindset that it requires and the pivoting that always needs to adapt. Like I get tired of the same thing over and over again. Like that's why I'll like reorganize my house or repaint a wall all the time in my house because I just get tired of the same. And, uh, and so it's, I feel like marketing, like you can't be the same or else like, you know, you can't keep ads out there too long because people get tired of it. If you have the same images forever, like people get tired of it. Like we want new fresh things, which is why you constantly have to refresh your website. If you have an app, you constantly have to refresh your app user interface. Like there's, there's just so much that always just needs um, refreshing because 
we get tired. We get, our brains get programmed to see the same things over and over again. So marketing is really about getting your message out to the world. And, um, and business, is, like marketing in and of itself is so much more complicated than it used to be. You have to be on all these different platforms. And, but there's simpler ways to do it and to repurpose your content and to, and to get that message out. Um, a while ago, I, I read a book and it's called They Ask You Answer. And it uh, really opened my eyes up to really in marketing, it's it's really all about just answering all the questions that your your customers have ever had. Like anytime you do a sales call, anytime you see a question on a social post, uh, anytime you get an email question, like anything, start documenting all of those and start creating material and FAQs and videos around those questions. Because the more that you can put online to answer those questions for customers, the more they can create their own journey. People care about that customer journey and and uh, and they want to create their own journey. So you need to put it all out there and you need to be doing all those things. Um, I'm not saying all that to overwhelm you, but there's outsourcing partners that you can use to help um, with that. It doesn't need, you don't, shouldn't be doing it all yourself. There's way too much in business to do if you're, if you're still doing everything yourself. There's just no way you can be successful if you're doing it all yourself. I can guarantee that. Um, again, because you need to be focused on innovation, simplicity, and even marketing. Where you do come in, um, one thing this book said is that every company is a media company anymore. So that's why, like, even if you're not doing all the marketing in-house, like, you still need to be writing rough copy or creating videos that can get edited. Um, because the more you can in- create that copy, the more that you can answer those questions for your customers. So that's where I feel like marketing really fits in. And and the more you put out there, the more that um, you'll get heard and, and you'll start to build that community and that momentum. Uh, one of my favorite quotes about marketing, and it's just from an anonymous source, I don't know who it came from, um, is this, I'll read it. It says, your marketing function drives success in your business. And the purpose of every other function in your business, admin, operations, accounting, etc., is to support the marketing function. And uh, and we see this a lot because um, we have a lot of different, like we have marketing, sales, and service and support departments. And, and we realize that um, service and support needs to know what marketing is doing. And marketing needs to know what service and support is doing. But like, but like when service and support is answering phones or talking to customers, like they need to be relaying that information to marketing and be involved in that. Because again, it's about answering those questions your customers have. So, um, so marketing is really about being present with, with those customers and answering, um, and, uh, being there for them. And, uh, so, those are why I'm obviously could talk for hours on all three of those, but um, simplicity, innovation, and marketing are the three ingredients to mastering your business. And if you can just focus on that, process starts to get honed. Um, operations, accounting, all that stuff like now, like, oh, we need to know how we're doing. Oh, I actually want, you'll actually want to see dashboards and KPIs and metrics when you actually have volume going through your company. Um, you can spend all day trying to get the, the metrics and the dashboards and all the things you want to start tracking together, but honestly, start bringing the business and then, you're, then it's fun to start tracking it. So it solves so many problems when you can just create that, that, um, that channel of growth and success and you're able to bless lives more at a, at a greater scale. So, uh, in later podcasts, I'll go even deeper on some of these. Uh, I'm actually working on writing a book around these three concepts uh, for mastering business. And and um, let me know what you think. I hope you guys like that. If you're interested in, again, a team sourcing solution to outsource 
services so you can simplify your business, innovate more, and uh, market more, then you can go to thecenter.com slash team sourcing. Uh, the center is spelled T-H-E-C-E-N-T-R dot com slash team sourcing. So, all right, that's all I have for you guys today. I will see you on Thursday. All right, thanks. Bye. No, it doesn't have to be so hard. No, it doesn't have to be so hard. Business in life made simple.